that. Come on. There we go. There's an intro. Hey everyone, I'm Ryan. And I'm Steve, and this is 60s.com. They got our money, selling, trading money, making, bringing, really playing money out. What am I doing the whole show like this? Well, I did the whole show like this. Well, all right. Hi, I'm Ryan. This first ad was sent by Steve Lee. <laughs> it's called Vampire. Okay, oh, yeah, no, knock it off. Handmade body. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't want to do. I don't want to do a whole song. It's a little weird. I don't no, think you, people would want to listen to that. You do it normal. I'm just gonna do it like this. Oh, no, no <laughs> let's do normal voices. <laughs> Handmade body neck from question mark guitar. Yeah, no kidding. It works, but even if you don't play, you can hang it on the wall. Can you? Uh, one you? of a kind. No more pictures. Thank you. So if you want more pictures from this guy, he's like, nah. No, this is it. All You're- right. So I went from where the text is. I went back one picture. This isn't going to be helpful for people. So far, it looks pretty interesting, but normal. Dude, I just don't understand. I don't- okay, so like. Why do you think this is a vamp? Is this is this called vamp? Is the- that's, I think that's what it said in the in the description, maybe. Oh, no. Yeah, the title is Vampire Guitar. This is like, to me, this is, okay, we'll talk about it, but like not vampire. I don't see vampire here. It's some sort of monster. Oh, yeah, Vampire Guitar, $125. It has this like creepy eye thing going on, but it really just ends up looking goofy. It looks like it looks like a sea, like a deep sea creature that got pulled up. And so sea creature, that's good. That's good. His eyes bulged out. Yeah. It also like the shape of it, because the shape of it is nonsensical. I see that they've made these bottom horns into fangs with a little bit of white paint. Yep. The top horns make make no sense whatsoever. But if you change the color and the texture of it in in your mind in your mind's eye okay. use your imagination a little bit steve okay i'm imagining it looks like a rotisserie chicken <laughs> i see it right away <laughs> uh this has skull knobs and a skull truss rod cover so it's going for the full horror theme here is that truss rod cover actually a truss rod cover it looks like they just jammed a little it, tiny it might be. cute little skull be. in the truss rod hole but all right hear me out also uh okay Okay, there are six uh, things. Hear me out. I'm listening. All right. Nope. Get rid of the skulls. Add some whiskers to this guitar, and you've got a walrus guitar. You get a pedal. You get the, if you you recreate that pedal board that we did the giveaway on the walrus audio pedal board. And uh, wait, that wasn't wal. Did we do a walrus walrus pedal? Board? I did. It was did, a giveaway yeah. through Sweetwater. Uh, you do that, you got a walrus guitar for your walrus pedal board. That's I a good idea. I see where you're getting at with the tusks, but I don't see it. I don't see a walrus face here. I walrus. I guess I see the bulging eyes. Walrus, it's the eyes. You they have the those whiskers. bulging eyes. The yeah, they have the whiskers, and it I also, totally see the walrus It also kind of like looks like a, maybe like a boar, like some kind of weird <sighs> boar. I don't think it looks like anything. Other than a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> what they should have done is they should have gone, taken the eyes and like angled them outward and just gone with like some kind of Egyptian theme. 
What? No, there's, there's no, there still wouldn't be any connection to the body. Sh- like it's a, the, the, this, this, the eye socket kind of has that like R thing. Going this on. is, I don't like looking at this. <laughs> Ryan, is this good art? And also like, you can tell that that neck is like the, the way it's been spray painted is awful. The headstock, you can see the orange pale, orange peel in like, in all eight pixels that we have of the headstock. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Like the, the finish on the body looks better than the headstock. And that's not saying much. So you think that this is bad. This is, I think it's bad all around. You think this is bad art. I think every is Ryan. No art is bad. It's all subjective. You as a graphic designer should, should know this. There's never been bad. Bad art has never been made. It's really not the, uh, it's really not the argument. I think I think there is uh, you could there's all sorts of different ways to uh, define something as either bad or good art, and a lot of that is subjective. I think we could use uh, some some very strict guidelines here to debate whether or not this art is effective or not. You know what this reminds this art is not effective at communicating anything clearly. No, it does not give vampire. It doesn't give vampire. If if you had shown this to me and like been like, what is this? I never would have said vampire. I might have, I'm, I would have said it was supposed to be some sort of spooky creature, but I never would have landed on vampire. I think I could have gotten to like, like bat bulldog. I could have gotten to bat maybe. I could have been like, oh, so like a weird bat face mm-hmm. with the fangs. Mm-hmm but still super, super duper weird. I'm still seeing some kind of weird. You know what this reminds me of? Do you remember? Um, uh, Anytime you see skull hardware on a guitar too, it's just the, the whole thing is ruined. Just remember, throw it away. Do you remember Perry Bible Fellowship? Oh, of course I remember it. I think okay. about it all day. Yeah, I, I still, I follow them on Instagram. I'm very proud of that. Hmm, you should be proud, uh, Steve. You've accomplished a lot with that relationship. But, uh, there is a, uh, you probably might remember one where it's like the king is sad, and so the king ass- king's assistant comes over and pulls his shirt up. Yeah, and it's like a heavy set dude, and then he like makes a mouth with his stomach. And yeah, yeah. Like, but, oh, cheer up, king. No, this has that that's those vibes. This, yeah, that's what this, <laughs> this like. is the wrinkly stomach face. Yeah, of the guitar. I can't see any way to rescue this. Like I'm looking at it, like is is this salvageable in any way? And I don't see it. Dude, this guitar inspired the Fallout that brand new Fallout Boy song. We didn't start the fire. That super original Fallout Boy song. We didn't start the fire. Was Look in, at the huge inspired by this guitar because this guitar belongs in a fire. Look at the huge control plate cover on the back. Yeah, what's that? Oh, that's because it, this it has is a strat a, trim. A trim. But they did a one uh, an all in one back plate cover that is your control cover and your your spring yeah, cover yeah. all in one but it looks it looks because i know the thing that bad. i want to do every time i change strings is yeah open up the control cavity twice as many screws as i need to the the only way to save this is to transform it into a rotisserie chicken guitar you, like it's right there it's what it wants to be the wings are there like the, all these things trying to be horns. No, those are wings, and the other horns at the tail are the are the legs. legs you just need yeah, to put like yeah. you just need a little bit of clay on there to sculpt the end of like a chicken leg. I and d- paint it just right, and you got yourself a rotisserie I chicken disagree, guitar. Ryan, I actually think there are other ways to save this guitar. 
you could use it in a fireplace all, for also, fire. Yeah, all, put it in a fire, throw it into the canyon and forget that you ever owned it. Uh, if you took the neck off, then the body becomes a Frisbee, so you can throw it extra far. What did they want for because it? Because it has teeth. You 125. Could, you could you like you could hold the neck and you could use like the teeth part to like as a as a hoe in the garden to like, you know, aerate. See, this is kind of like it 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 falls back on what I've said on the show forever. Guitarists mm-hmm. don't need to be reminded that they're guitarists with decorations in their house. They just want guitars. A vampire does not need to be reminded that they're a vampire by owning a, a vampire guitar. Because that's who the target market is here, is, is, vampi- is, is, is vampires. vampires. A vampire is not going to buy this guitar to like reinforce in their life, like, I'm a vampire, I need a vampire guitar. No, they're, it, if they're going to go the pointy direction, they're going to go the metal direction, then they're just going to go straight BC yeah. Rich. Yeah, They're, they're going to get a, a warlock. They're gonna get, uh, you know, they're gonna get uh, various versions of pointy guitars from various companies if they're classy, which most of them are. Most vampires mm-hmm. want to be kind of classy and lacy and stuff like that. They're gonna get one of those, like a uh, like semi hollow, like a uh, uh, like arty looking guitars that right. look like they're carved like a violin sort of thing, and they have the the tuning the, the unique tuning pegs. I'm I'm forgetting the company that Maybach. My oh, bot yeah. made some of yeah. those. You know, they're going to get something that looks classy and antique or maybe, and, and know, matches a coffin well, you know? I was thinking maybe, though they weigh so much, they're so heavy, uh, you get a Schecter Ultra. I feel like that's a good guitar sure, for sure. a vampire. Get that cure vibe. I feel like if I was a vampire, okay, this this is where right. we are now. This is where we are now. If you were a vampire. If I was a vampire, my vibe would be kind of like a cyber gothy vampire. Like, there's a vampire that hacks, you know? So I'm going to be playing like some sort of weird like headless guitar or something like oh, that. Like a Strandberg. Know. I'm going to play a Strandberg. Strandberg guitar for yeah. guitars for vampires. And it, I'm going to be more matrixy than classic vampire. You know, I'm going right. to I'm going to have right. you know I'm not going to have dark hair. I'm going to be you're going to be like white silver hair, white blade. Yeah, I'll be like white blade. Yeah. White blade. <laughs> white blade. <laughs> that, would be, that would be actually pretty great because you know they're all like the '70s black exploitation movies, like black dracula and stuff like that it would be great if there was a white exploitation movie that was white blade what is a white exploitation i don't know movie? i just invented it and it's awful it's like a movie but like all of the characters are just like what like they're rich and they're blowing cocaine like they're just snorting i cocaine. guess so i guess so it's pro- is, most most movies what is white exploitation how does wolf that of work? wall street <laughs> Don't add us. I don't want to know. <laughs> the Royal Tenenbaums is a white exploitation. If you, if you, uh, if you have some ideas for what white exploitation might mean, oh, this it, is a bad topic. Find us on Twitter. Okay, Steve, what what vampire vibe would you go for? Because I'm going techno vampire. You know, cyberpunk vampire. I don't know, man. I think I just want to be left alone. So recluse. I'd be like reclusive. I think I'd just be like. I probably, you but know, you have to think about who you want to feed on. Yeah, dude, you know who I would feed on? Who would you feed I on? Would, I would be, a, I would be a, the, like, I'd be doing the world a service. This is the true, the true nature of having a superpower. Okay. All right. Such as vampire. It's um, more of a curse. 
a blight upon well i mean it humanity. depends on like what like can you go out in the sunlight i'm assuming you, like you can go the out classic of- classic vampire rules you, so we're like just talking about your style man we're not talking well, about saying, like i think i'm just gonna be like a regular dude okay vampire so you're gonna be like polo in shorts you know yeah but like well no polos no polos but here's the thing what would i feed on solar power company representatives <laughs> just door-to-door sales if people. you're gonna freaking leech off of me i'm gonna feed off but of here's you. the thing steve what they only come during the day dude my you're my, gonna have to my, have a familiar my patio shaded it's cool you're gonna have to have a familiar well, my patio shaded and they're gonna be like like, yeah, yeah, come in. Let's talk about solar. And then they're going to slam the door yep. and, and bolt it. I mean, they, and it's going to be all dark in there. They want to come in. They, they do. They're begging to come they inside are. your house. They are they're begging. Like, Let me come into your house and tell you about solar and how much money I can save you yes, over the tell next me about seven the years. sun and the power of the sun. Take a seat. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know all about this sun. Solar. And then just slurping on, just slurping on solar. The sales problem is people. they probably taste bad. Why would they taste bad? Because what about a solar like salesperson taste bad, Steve? Well, first of all, because you don't like being marketed door to door. Solar salespeople. That's I mean that's really all there is. You can't get them to go away. It's like vampires. You have to in order for a vampire to enter your house, it has to be invited, right? Right. But like. So the solar salesperson just assumes they're invited, and when you're are like, you having solar sales when you're trying like, to like barge into your house? When you're like, no, you're not invited. They're like, well, what about next week? Can I be invited next week? I just close the door on people. I don't talk. To yeah, them. yeah. And then there's I don't even answer the door anymore. They call me literally. Okay, literally they call you literally. This yeah, is they like, got my I wanted to talk about vampires. Steve wants to talk about solar people. No, I'm just talking about how as a vampire I would right, right. feed on solar. It sounds like you have the appropriate amount of rage <sighs> in you. That you could probably, you would probably end up blaming your situation on the solar people. Like, I only became a vampire because I because hated the, the sun so people, much because, yeah. of, the because people. of the solar people. The solar people pushed me into this. I do don't you, know. Steve, I t- do you have solar? No. Because if, if you... Uh, if I get gonna, solar, my according to my wife, yeah. if we get solar, then the solar salespeople will be replaced with the solar panel cleaning salespeople. We haven't gotten any of those. Well... But Steve, if you want to get solar, market. Uh, you, uh, because I got it. If you, I got an email the other day. If you, oh if gosh. you go and name drop me when you order it from Sunrun, I think I'm going to get a thousand. Oh, dude, Sunrun is like the bane of Menifee right now. I'm Everybody hates a, them. I'm going to get a thousand dollars, Steve. All right. If you name drop me, you guys could probably do it out there. You want solar? Sunrun. Say Ryan Burke sent Ryan me. Ryan Burke sent, sent yeah. you. <laughs> Ryan Burke in San Diego, California sent me get your solar and I'm going to get a thousand dollar gift certificate. I think to Applebee's. I don't know. I don't, I I don't, I am imagining like being the Ted Lasso of vampires. I think that's an, I haven't watched that show. So I don't know. I've never watched it either. I'm just like picturing Jason Sudeikis with a mustache and thinking like, that's a good vampire. look. And would he play this guitar? Do vampires regenerate? Yeah. So do so vampires with glasses probably don't that doesn't make any sense. They don't no. need glasses anymore unless they want the glasses. Mm. I mean I do want the glasses. Right. It's so. your look, you know. It's, it's your whole vampire look. Yeah. Yeah. 
No one should buy this guitar unless it's they want so to unless they want to convert it into a rotisserie chicken guitar. I'm really seeing maybe it, maybe we're looking at this upside down. Maybe it's like a cow, and these are horns, and the eyes are just. Then what would the up. rest of it be, Steve? It's really? Long, no, it's no. It's a really no. long forehead. No, no. This is a bad <laughs> guitar. No one should buy it unless they want to repurpose it into a rotisserie chicken. All right, what's next? Steve? Or we're doing frisbee. some business. What are oh, we yeah, doing? Let's do some housekeeping. We talked about that way too long. Oh gosh, if you want us to talk about other things, this probably isn't going to help. But you can try by signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash sixty cycle homecast, or for as little as one dollar a month. You can support the show every once in a while. I don't know. Uh, you haven't updated, I don't think, in a couple minutes but or in a couple weeks, rather. But, uh, you know, you get updates on Ryan's uh, The 60 Cycle Hum design oh, guitar. Shoot. Yeah, I need to finish we that. Need some update. We need to get some updates on that. I need we're to f- doing what well, is a, we're, Patreon's doing. Uh, we're trying to do one video a month. That's Patreon sponsored. Well, I'm trying so that's to, gonna contribute I, to that. I don't know if it's going to be a month, but it's like as things occur to me, right? The next thing mm. I'm going to do is uh, there's going to be a Patreon funded video for those new, uh, I forget who makes them. There's these new affordable word pedals out. That I don't have a contact for, so I'm, I'm going to buy a couple of them. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think, is it Moor or Mosky or something? I, 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 I forget. They, 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 they came out with a line of pedals that I want to that I want to get like three of them or something like that. That'll be so Patreon stuff, funded. Stuff like that goes on the Patreon. Also, the Patreon money pays for us to send uh, gift uh, digital gift cards out to the winner each week. We cover three ads each week. And when we pick our favorite, the person who sent it gets a $25 gift card a digital gift card to the retailer of their choice as long as it's easy and makes sense and we can actually get it for them you know so if you want to go with sweetwater you want to go with amazon those are ones that go- I, so sweetwater amazon reverb those three i can verify are easy and they make right. sense but if you want to go I, with I, like i, I got i'll say because i've been i'm the one doing it sure sure it doesn't have to make sense it just has to be easy exactly Exactly. I, the, probably the weirdest one I've done so far. I'm not challenging anyone to go weird. If you want to, that's on you. But the weirdest one I've done so far is Waterburger. That was weird. I'm like I said, it's not really that weird, but I, I did get it. some fast food. Get some fast food. You know, you don't. You, you might be like, I don't. Want, I don't want to spend twenty five dollars on guitar gear, but I know I could blow that on yeah, Starbucks. Everybody eats. You yeah. want Starbucks? We can work that. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Sure. I mean, obviously, the Amazon one, they could be buying anything. Yeah. I don't know. All you have to do is send us some cool ads that you found on the internet, and if we pick it and it wins, then you got yourself a $25 gift certificate. And, and the Patreon's paid for it, so thank Patreon's you, Patreons. I was waiting for the tie back. All yeah. right. Uh, this episode is brought to you all not just by the Patreons, but also by Sweetwater. Thank you, Sweetwater. They want everyone out there, all the parents out there, all the dads, all the moms, and all the children to know that they have instrument rentals for band stuff. So you've got a kid in junior high or fourth grade or high school. They're doing marching band or they're doing symphony stuff or something like that. You need to rent an oboe. You need to rent a cello. Mm -hmm. You need to rent a a tuba because you're going to start a ska band and you're not quite sure if you even know how to play tuba anymore. You can rent it from Sweetwater. It's not all guitar stuff. It's not all live sound. It's not all lighting. They have all that stuff, but they also have band rental. Go check it out. We've got a link 
down in the description. Uh, they're being very generous by sponsoring the podcast. Uh, I think for a month, it might go longer than that, but it is we'll see. Bannisterman rental month over there. I think, um, their rental program is a 100% rent to own program there with really? no, with no hidden fees. So like, if you just keep it, eventually you own it, I guess that's what it sounds like. Well, there you go. Which is fantastic because... But they also have a great return policy. Like if you, you can return it and you're not going to get charged for it yep. anymore after you return it. And, they, you know, it's like they send you the return shipping, you put it back in the box, and it's gone. And, like, you don't have to take it back to some shop on the outskirts of town that uh, you haven't been happy dealing with anyways. Yeah. Like I said in the last episode, uh, when I was in fourth grade, I rented a trumpet to try to learn that. Mm -hmm. And the shop that I rented it from still exists. And now as an adult like going in there and knowing like what that shop's quality is like, I don't even get guitar strings from there anymore. Cause like, right. I don't, I don't really trust them. Uh, so like, I wouldn't, if, if like, say one of my kids decided they wanted to pick up a band instrument, mm -hmm. I'd probably go in the Sweetwater direction rather than renting local because I really don't have a lot of faith in that shop. So that's me. <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by Chase Bliss. They That's have a new right. pedal, the Reverse Mode C. Here's the, a photo of the it. The Reverse Mode C is based on the Reverse Mode C from the Empress Super Delay. They're doing a cool thing, Steve. I don't know if you know about this. Um, they're doing this ordering system where the scalpers will not be able to take advantage yeah. of the situation and buy up all these precious, precious pedals before the people who actually want them are able to order them. It's because called, they're gonna like they're gonna put they're gonna take all the orders from people who want mm -hmm, them mm -hmm. and then produce the pedal. It's called Small Batch Bliss, and anytime between now and August thirty first, that's my birthday. You can order. A Chase Bliss pedal, or you can order this Chase Bliss pedal, and you—that's how it's just—they're doing a pre-pre-order run. Yeah, but it's a pre-order run for a limited edition item. They may only do one batch, so it will stay small batch. But that small batch could be a hundred units. It could be a hundred thousand units. Who knows? Chase Bliss is saying, "Screw you, scalpers! We want to make sure only people who want this pedal." Could you imagine if it. they had a pre-order and it was 100,000 units? That'd be pretty wild. But you know what? That's part of the benefit to Chase Bliss going direct sales only yeah. is that they don't have to maintain production for any retailers. So they can say like, "Hey, let's do this thing. If it blows up, then that'll just be our year." You know, we'll just be making these things. Cuz we'll just be in business making these things until we're ready to mm -hmm. make a, a different thing, mm -hmm. you know? It's smart. They don't have to maintain relationships with retailers because they know the demand is there and they can just do everything in-house. So. so thanks, Chase Bliss, and thanks, Sweetwater. Absolutely. This next ad mm -hmm. is uh, called Electric Electronic Brain. Electronic Brain. It was sent by Connor McLaughlin. Custom pedal board with a distortion delay flange and a wall pedal, all powered by an electronic brain. Never need batteries again. <laughs> what does that mean? It looks like he made a homemade power supply. And it's ginormous. Oh, it's not that big, I guess. It's I guess pretty it's big. It's bigger than it needs to be. It's pretty big for something that is powering four pedals and like you could go get yourself a K-Line whatever, a Joyo whatever for 20 bucks. And I almost guarantee you it would be better than this situation. Whatever this is, it looks like an electrical fire waiting to happen. Yes. Because it's agreed. 
Like I'm not against someone DIYing their own power supply. Mm -hmm. If you know how to do it, great. There's plenty of small builders out there making power supplies. You don't have to have an off the shelf power supply, but this thing is buck wild. It is wide open on the sides. It's a plate of metal suspended on like welded rods with another plate of metal as the top of it. It has a fuse, a switch and four lights. Is this a, is, is this a battery? No. No, it's just the power supply because I see Wait. a cable coming out the back of it. Yeah, there's a cable coming out the back. So basically, this is, I mean, this is a power supply. Somebody just built but their own. But it looks own. like it only, powers, it only powers four pedals. It only powers four pedals. It could probably power more if it was like... And the power jacks tables. coming out of it are straight. They're not right angle. Which is right, super annoying to me. Right, how the person designed it. The cables are, are hard soldered into it. They're not... Re- it looks like this person made a power supply out of parts that they found in an auto zone. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Also, I don't think these are, you said they're welded. I don't think they're welded. Those are screws. What they, are you seeing that you think is welded? Look down there. That little joint down there looks welded. To oh, me. I see. I see. So I think that's just the way that this whole thing is. What is this thing? Like, what is this piece like, of metal I've, that he I'm found? I'm pretty sure that this is like a thing you can buy at a store. It's just like a metal framing. So it's like a flat piece with pieces that but come what, up. But for what purpose is it for? I don't know. Neither do I. Like, it it looks somewhat metalworky custom to me. Yeah. It looks like a fair. metal shop thing. Uh, so someone took metal shop, and then they took a basic electronics like college course, and they made their own power supply. And now they're trying to get $650 for a DS1, what looks like maybe a DD5 or 6, and a BF2. The Flanger actually looks like it could be a fun time. And then a Crybaby. So let's just kind of guesstimate 40 bucks for the DS1 just as a retail price, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the DD pedal, if, if, if it's a DD6. Let's say, let's say 100 bucks. Use value, sure. And then the flanger, I mean, that's an older flanger. There might be a collector's value for that, but let's still call it like 150 bucks. Sure. So we're looking at $200 of boss pedals here. I'm going to call that crybaby because we don't know anything about it. 50 bucks. It could be 100 bucks, but it could be 50 bucks. This is $250 worth of pedals. The old BF2s, at least. Oh, those are, yeah, they're like 200. All right, all right, all right. So let's let's just round it up and let's call it three hundred dollars and yeah, it's still nowhere near six fifty, even though this is well no 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 this, this is okay. I'm willing to call this four hundred dollars worth of pedals. So now they're valuing the that homemade power supply, which looks like a, a electrocution hazard to me, and a some sort of pedal board case. That might just be a suitcase. They're they're valuing all that at two hundred fifty bucks, which is like no, no. And we're we're already being generous with with the used values of the the boss pedals. So what if I told you? Tell me, this is in Canada. Okay. What if you did tell me it was in Canada? What? How should I react to that? How much do you think this is? What do you think is fair price for this? He should part it out. He shouldn't be. Sure. He shouldn't be selling. Okay. He should. I agree. But yeah. what do you think is fair price for this? 
based on what you just said, I because I kind of got lost in there. DS1, 40 bucks. I think he has to consider the power say supply. One, 140, we'll say the flanger is maybe worth 200, so we're 340. If he with can, the wall, 390, you said call it an even yeah. 400. If he considers so, the case and the power supply a loss, then I feel like at 350, then the, then I'm starting to perk up and look at this as, as like, oh, I could, I could, if, I, there, if there's something in here that I love, the rest of it is flip bait. You know, like if I fall in love with it, with an old boss flanger, then like I can flip the other stuff and at least get the money, the money value out of those. So, and there might, this, I have no idea what this case is. It might just be a weird suitcase. It might be something homemade, that power supply. I'm going to ask if I can leave it behind because mm-hmm. I don't trust it. It, it looks, it looks fine, I guess for a homemade thing, but I don't want a homemade power supply. Okay. Like of all the things in a, in a rig that I, I would accept a homemade fuzz. Absolutely. A homemade power supply. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> See, I feel like 350 is, is the, the border of me becoming interested okay. in this. This is $490. That's still too high. I'm just saying like, right, so, right. So it's not, it's, it's a little cheaper. It's still, yeah. 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 It's basically 500 and I would not. That's still, o- that's still overvaluing a homemade power supply and a case that right. he hasn't told us anything about the case. And it doesn't look like it is anything that we would recognize as a commercial the product. The case is interesting to me because it has like the guitar handle. Yeah. Like it's interesting. Like I want to see more. I, I want to know what all's going on here. I, I have, I don't think it's interesting. I think it's something like that I was repurposed. It. Fair. It looks repurposed to me. Like this, this, like, like an air, like this held an airsoft gun or something like that, you know? Or maybe it held like a mixing board. I, I actually just kind of thought this looked like one of those Rondo. Maybe. Pedal board cases. Maybe. I don't know. But it, like from like back in the day, trying to upsell a homemade power supply. No, a I homemade know. power supply by itself is a wild proposition. By calling it an electronic brain, what does that even mean? What thinking does it do? Like, unless we're completely missing some feature that it that and everyone else knows what this does, and now we just sound like idiots. Like, oh, you guys! Oh, that's a killer price on an electronic brain. What's an electronic brain? Someone fill us in if we are missing the script on that, please. This guy's yeah. not even using... Look at the patch cables this guy's Build using. Build your own... This guy made his own... This guy made his own hyper-short patch cables to go in between those boss pedals. Look at those patch cables. They are an eighth of an inch long. <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> That's one way to do it, I guess. It works. works. He could have gotten the pedals closer to each other with pancake cables. There are instructions on Instructables on how to build DIY. Is it called an electronic brain? You know who else? (laughs) Who else? Don't play sounds, please. I didn't know it was going to play sounds. It just started playing sounds. Oh, this is the Anna Sounds one. It's a video from Colin. Where he builds the Anna Sounds power supply. Okay. Because Anna Sounds did a DIY power supply. Oh, all right. I'm just looking at pictures of people's DIY power supply. Oh, okay. they, they all look better than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to find one that looked like this, where it was just like. I don't think you're going to find it. Like, it is, it is two pieces of metal, sand, like, 
is suspended with metal rods with a, a transformer and various open components inside yeah. and cabling looks like speaker wire that's zip tied together and hard soldered into this power supply. Like it's, it looks like a homemade bomb. Oh my gosh. I mean, the rea- the reality is that as soon as you like tried to like take this to a gig or something, you're going to fill the rest of this one. You can't even fill the rest of it because this apparently will only power like it's never four pedals directly. Right. It's never a great situation to have, beer spill on your pedal board imagine beer spilling on this no exactly or you know you're gonna be like oh i got this uh i got this i don't know like another you're just gonna have some patch cables floating in there they're gonna touch the wrong thing to the wrong thing and explode or right who knows yeah yeah something's gonna happen with that situation i don't trust it for a minute and maybe it's the best power supply ever and like years from now we're gonna be like electronic brains are all the hype right now like Everyone's if, everyone's got to have one. If your power supply is not an electronic brain, what are you even doing? Just quit. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not powering your pedals with an electronic brain, then you're not thinking. You know. You're if you not. want to maximize your gain, you need an electronic brain. There you go. There you go. We're gonna we're gonna pitch this thing, and we're gonna be responsible for the marketing hype behind electronic oh brains. Gosh. Copyright TM. <laughs> All right, sorry if you, this is yours and you uh, made that. It's a cool. I, I think it's a cool project. It's just like also kind of pointless, right? Now, on here, here's what I would vision. It's here, like home. It's like making your own homemade TV remote. Here's here's where I would see that as like a cool project to have. Uh, is like if you have if you build pedals like for fun or profit or whatever. Sure, sure. And on your bench, you wanted like a something unique as like your test power supply. Uh, then that could be like a cool, fun project that you built that you have. That being said, uh, I also know from this is a weird thing that I would never think you would need, but that people who make pedals and are serious about it actually own like several of the big brand. Like, so they own a Strymon power supply, they right, own a right. Walrus, they own a true tone. They own a chalks because they want to make sure whatever filtering that they use on their pedal actually will work with all of the. Yeah, totally. I've run into like power supply issues with various pedals over, you know, the decade of doing demos on this channel. And whenever I do, I'm, I'm talking to a builder and they're like, well, did you, do you use this power supply, this power supply, this power supply, or this power supply? Because we've tested it with these four and not had this issue. And I'm always like, no, I'm using some cheap, POS, you know, you like get yourself a real power supply. I have real power supplies, but I use them in my pedal boards. I, on my desk, I use cheap stuff because it just, it works most of the time. <laughs> but yeah, I've got a really nice walrus power supply oh, you got in my gigging one. board. And then I've got a fender power supply in my surfboard and then a few other nicer power supplies around. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah super cool. Dope. That's rad, rad. It's rad stuff. Yeah, so, I've got so sick, sick gear. You hey, know, Ryan, what's new? What is new? I, I teased it last week. I, I went to New Orleans oh, with, yeah. with my wife for our anniversary trip. We've been married 15 years, guys. Wow, isn't that amazing? It's funny. It's actually funny that you say that because uh, I think you know, uh, so 15. Uh, so I've been married like a year and a half longer than you. Mm-hmm. And for years, I don't think I ever processed like the individual numbers. 
So for years, I just have always thought like, oh man, I've been married so much longer than Ryan. Right. Like not in a derisive way, just like in a generally thinking mm-hmm. way. Uh, and then now that you say, I'm like, oh, like I've a, been year and a, a year half. and a half. It, but it's, just, yeah. you know, it's the same thing when it's like, you know, you're, you're in high school and you're like, I'm a senior. I would never date a sophomore. But then when you're like in your, if, when you're 30, you're like, oh yeah, 28. Like she's almost too old for me. Right, right. And if you're Leonardo DiCaprio, 28 is too old for you. So, right, right. <laughs> anyway, how did you oh, how, uh, tell me about New Orleans? It was a lot of fun. I'd never did been you there call before. It, do you call it New Orleans or Nolens or Let's how? Find out. New Orleans? New Orleans. Okay. That's what I say. New Orleans. So I feel like I'm somewhere in between like the super white way of saying it and like the, the local and the correct way the of local way of saying yeah. it. Because they Fair. say New Orleans uh-huh. and I say New Orleans. Nolans, like Henry Nolans, and then uh, pe- singer for and then Black Flag, and then people elsewhere say New Orleans. New Orleans, they, they hit every New vowel or- and consonant. New Orleans, right? Well, I, I say New Orleans. Right. It's not a big deal. I don't know. I, I might change the way I say. How it. many hand grenades did you have? Just the one. Just the one. Oh my gosh, was it sweet? Like I split That's it. How with, they get? You. I split it with Lauren. Yeah, because it doesn't. It tastes like a melted Jolly Rancher. Yeah. It doesn't taste like booze at all. And I'm sure the booze that they're using in it is is barely rubbing alcohol, you know, because they're covering it up <laughs> with so much sugar. Right. And it's all just right. this profit margin drink that they're selling these plastic tourist cups. And I was like, I got to try one of these things. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing mm-hmm. everyone walk around with it. I'm glad I tried it. But, you know, like I got other cocktails the rest of the time that I was there. I got I got a couple really nice Sazeracs. I hadn't had oh, okay. a Sazerac before. I was going to uh, you know stopping into nicer restaurants and dive bars and stuff yeah. like that. Like I'll, I'll try a Sazerac. Here. Wait, you went to nicer restaurants and dive bars? That's right. That's the whole gamut. <laughs> That's every place you could go Whoa. to. I weirdly, I ran into way more viewers there than I was expecting. Which was what like two? You told me about two. I ran into four. Jeez. But I didn't talk to the fourth one. Okay. They spotted me and messaged me about oh. it later. <laughs> yeah, I saw that message and I just left it for you. So the first two was in this, uh, it was called a, a European Jazz Club, which was on Bourbon Street. And it's, you know, like a, it's like a pub, but they, they have jazz musicians there the entire time that they're mm-hmm. open every day. So but, you just could go in at any point and there's people playing so music. So they have jazz musicians... B- but they're also they also have a DJ no because it's like Euro it's Euro yeah it's electro it's Eurostep <laughs> jazz no no it it was like going to like an Irish pub that happens to have jazz you mm. know uh, but I I went there and got spotted like two different viewers at the same time not at the same time but like were they there together ten no see that's more different, fascinating different groups wow uh, and uh, w- one of the guys. Hi, I think your name was Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Uh, Hi, Thomas. Uh, he works at Guitar Center. And I tried to like line it up like, hey, let's meet up for drinks tomorrow night. And then it just never happened. Like, oh, okay. He, what happened is he, I told him to message me on Facebook, and he messaged the, the, our the page. page. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't checking messages for that because it goes to a different place. Yeah. Um, and then another guy, Lauren and I got caught out in the rain because we were taking the trolley around. It rained. It like it rained rain, like wow. rain that we do not get here, but it did it for about two hours and then it was mm-hmm. over sort of thing. Yeah. 
we're taking the trolley around. We're looking at the town. It's beautiful. We okay. get out because we're going to try to hoof it to this restaurant. And all of a sudden, the sky just cracks open. Yep. And it's like there's more sky in the air than there would be in like a river. Like it's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. pure water coming down in sheets. And so we're standing in the in the the overhang for a hotel that we were able to run to, and this and we're waiting for an Uber, and this guy comes out and he's waiting, and he he looks at me and he's like, "Are you?" I'm like, "I I am." You caught me. And he's like, "I was just Jeff Daniels." <laughs> Chris, are you? Yeah. Well, oh, Chris Elliott. Was, I'm such a big fan. It was interesting because like one of the guys at the bar was like, I bought this because of you. I bought this because of you. I bought this because of you. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm so sorry. I ruined your life. And the guy that, that got caught in the rainstorm did the same exact thing to me. And it's like, where, where are like all the affiliate managers that, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I need to be recording this. So I can send this to my Sweetwater affiliate manager and say, like, see, <laughs> see, I'm selling stuff. It works. It works. You know, I mean, we're in business here. And then uh, the fourth guy spotted me as Lauren and I was were walking around in the hot, hot heat right. of a sunny day exploring a neighborhood. And he was like, did I just see you walking around? Why? Why are you walking? It's too hot. <laughs> and he was, he was a pedal builder. I forget, I forget his brand already. I'm sorry. I'll look it up and I'll put a caption and I'll, I'll put his Instagram down here or something like that. Yeah. So give him the proper recognition. But it was just really interesting to me. Like, I don't get spotted that much locally it's wild that i go to another city and, many, and, and i was only there for like three did all days. those people live there do you know i mean maybe no three of them were traveling we're traveling so that's more interesting to me yeah but like because I, I, what i was going to say is well new orleans it is, is a music like famously a music destination right people who like so. music are going to tourist themselves there yeah you know so it's so. like if you went to nashville and you're like you just went to nashville randomly not for an event and you're like oh i ran into so many listeners and i'm like ryan you're in a city where like the i know it's like there is it's, it's tourism and music are the infested. two main industries it's so. infested with musicians no you're right but it was still it was still odd it was still yeah. interesting to me yeah. like the odds of running into anyone always seems so right minuscule to me because I know, I know all of you mm. watching this are like, oh, this is a big channel. It's not. Right. It's not. Like, in comparison to so many other things in the world, like, it's, it's really, really, if really not. every person subscribed to this channel lived in the same place, we would have what some might describe as a small town. A small town. And a small town that we could try things in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Got glad we got on this topic. <laughs> speaking so anyway, we had an excellent time in New Orleans. Oh I bought, yeah. I bought a banjitar. It's a hundred years old. I already made a video about it, so you can go watch that. I bought a hundred year old banjitar, guys. It looks way dirtier on the monitor than yeah, it does. It's, it's pretty filthy like looking, looking, isn't it? it? But it's it's in really great condition. Go watch the video. Other than that, if you like drinking and eating and walking around in the hot, humid heat, I'd recommend New Orleans to you as a travel destination. <laughs> also, Lauren got really sick and threw up the first night, so yeah. I kind of walked around the town by myself for the first night. Oh, really? Yeah. Did she get sick the at night or the next day? At night. Oh, okay. And then, the, so we, we flew in. Yeah. We walked around a bit. She got sick that night. What Like, after we went to bed, she started throwing up. 
Uh-huh. And then the next day she was just wrecked. So that, oh, okay. so that so like first, super late. That yeah. first day I walked around by myself for the most part and was going back and getting her things and stuff like that. And then when we came back home, that first night home, I got the same sickness oh, and, really? and threw up. Flying's hard, man. Flying it is. It wasn't. I don't you know. Don't if think it's from flying. I think it was just a stomach bug that's been going around. And then our kids caught it a week later. Oh, man. Because I was going to say, like, I, I feel and like. And now you're going to get it. I know. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, I feel like flying is like pretty hard on your body because you're like in a plane for like three, four, five hours. You're not moving. You don't realize how dehydrated you get. I intentionally dehydrate myself on planes. And then like the first thing that you do when you get off the plane, even if you're doing it on purpose, like you don't realize how dehydrated you are. Right. And then like the first thing you want to do when you get off the plane is like, just you got so much energy because you've just been like oh yeah yeah and you just want to run around you just want to do all the things like right away that's what i thought i thought she had overexerted herself yeah no well that's what i thought i think it was a legit stomach bug because when when i got it it was like oh this isn't like travel anxiety or anything like that this isn't me overexerting myself this is this is like i've got a stomach full of bad bacteria Gotcha. Ryan, we need to do a thing. Let's do a thing. Now that we've talked about all Did you have anything new? Bad things. Nah, no. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that thing. Let's do this thing. If you want to send us mail, the address is right up here. It is a UPS box. This is from uh, Robert Bush. Bob Bush. Possibly an heir to Anheuser-Busch. We don't know. Do you think this is full of beer? Uh, No, because it's a pretty lightweight package. It could be dehydrated beer. Let's see what this letter says. Ryan, I admire your courage in getting drums for Henry. I know his urge to play could disappear, but any journey in music will have positive effects. Uh, Speaking of effects, this drum I made is to be played through a guitar rig, and it loves most effects like delay, modulation, even fuzz. The drum uses a magnetic bass or guitar pickup, right side knob, and a PZO pickup, left side knob. I was not expecting Piso. anything like this. I like to run the magnetic pickup at full volume and blend in the PZO to taste. Either knob at zero will shut off the sound. I'm a guitar player, but can get lost in the sounds of this finger drum. It's tons of fun. Easy to grab and go. Hope you and Henry like it. Rob. And there's a link. Can you send me the, or you know what? Let me just take a picture. You can take that paper with you. I don't want it to. Oh, it's made in like a coffee can or something. Will you look at that? I'm gonna have to plug this in and mess around with it. It's totally like a like a coffee can sort of situation. Look at this fat boy pickup in there, Steve. Whoa, that is beefy. Let me take a it's look. It's a humbucker. Yeah, that is. Is that a bass that pickup? That is definitely a bass pickup. Holy sure looks hell! Looks like a bass pickup. Oh, I do have something new. I forgot what? about that. Uh, well, if everything works out, well, well, let's finish talking about this. This okay. is really cool. This is this fascinating. Is, is that is it a volume and a tone control? Uh, it's one. It's a piezo pickup and a magnetic pickup. Oh, okay. And they blend together. And apparently, they're wired. Uh, I think in I think it would be wired in series. So either of them at maximum or at zero will kill. So something interesting. Uh, Henry is learning the drums, but I'm also learning the drums right now. I'm doing a, a video uh, to basically earn a drum kit. Thank you, Sweetwater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a video 
where the premise is, can a guitarist learn the drums in 30 days? So this could end up becoming part of like my demo rig here where it's like, oh, this pedal's cool, but how does it sound with a drum? There you go. That's also, obviously my kids are going to have a blast playing with this. So I'm really looking forward to exploring this thing. Also, it's got a textured side, so you could like... I like that. Thank you for sending this. What, a, what an interesting device. So when you held that up and you said, what kind of pickup is that? Is that a bass pickup? I was going to say, oh, that looks like the humbucker in my Gibson bass. However, if everything works out, I no longer own a Gibson bass because I, by now, by the time this episode airs, I will have sold it. Update next week. We'll find out so, if you actually sold it. Uh, a friend of ours reached out and said they were interested, and I said, "Yeah, let's let's do it." And a friend of ours. A friend of ours. Interesting. Plays the bass. So, is it uh, is someone that I know? Someone that you know? Someone and that we both know. Will someone, I be surprised? No. Okay. Someone that we're both very close to. We're very close to. Well, maybe not very close, but can you say close. their name? Sure. It's Jared. Oh, Jared's gonna buy it. Yeah. All right. He cool. said his. Uh, his uh, he says his. He thinks his. Uh, Music Man, it's had some issues over the years with like preamp. The preamps had uh, some right. problems. Yeah, over he's the years. always had problems with the electronics. And on that uh, it sounds like it's finally, it kind of sounds like a capacitor or something is going out on it. Uh, and so it's sending a really weak signal to the, uh, hmm. the sound guy. And so I was like, well, dude, he's like, he was asking me about it. I go, yeah, the Gibson's got like a ton of output. It's got big, beefy, passive humbuckers in it. big, beef sound. So um, I'm hoping he, if he likes it, then it's his. There you go. He's trying it right now? He's going to be, well, yeah. Okay. By, again, by the time this episode airs, he will have tried it. Cool. And it will have made a decision. So there you go. That's, uh, that's my Steve, thing. We've got. Selling a bass. We got one more ad to do Ugh. and a song, and we're at 52 minutes. Do we even need the topic? No, but we do need to do a sponsor spot Let's do for... The, we'll do the topic really fast. All right. Okay. Sponsor spot me, though. Stringjoy. This episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. Hopefully, I've already filmed myself putting yeah. this set of oops all G-strings onto my Les Paul. Ryan, most people have one G-string on their guitar. How many do you have? I am going to have six G-strings on my guitar, and I'm going to tune them all to G. Hopefully, the video is already up or will be up soon. I can't wait to strum a big old G chord made of nothing but G-strings. It's going to be a real blast. Yep. Uh, if you want to have a ridiculous set of strings that makes no sense to other people, then you can get that set of strings from Stringjoy with their custom string builder. Use code HUM at checkout to get 10% off. Also, if you if you use our link down below, we get a cut of the action because it is an affiliate link. So you're going to buy strings. This is a guitar show. Everyone watching this show is a guitarist for the most part. I know there's a couple of you weirdos who watch this without playing guitar. I have no idea why, but most of you are going to buy strings. Try out some string joy strings. I've been using them a lot, like exclusively, exclusively here. <laughs> I, do get that. I can barely talk. I've been using Stringjoy strings exclusively here for months now, maybe a year or something like that. And I've been loving them. I've been having a great time with them. I especially like the coded sets. So go check those out and use our link. Who's the other sponsor, Steve? This other sponsor is UndermyRoof.app. They're an organizational app, uh, but they have a lot of different functions, including pictures and a lot of room to take notes. 
So if you're like us and you own more than one guitar, you have a few guitars, maybe you've done some mods to those guitars and you want to make sure you really remember what they are and you want digital to carry with you and you're in an Apple ecology, right. this is the perfect app for that. Hey, Steve. Hey, Ryan. Uh, off the top of your head, could you please list every possession that you own? Uh, no, but if I had this app, I could, I could like make ah, that list. So you don't need to remember every possession that you own. You could just make a list of it and use this app for that. Yeah. All right. All right. Now I see the purpose of this app It's for listing everything that you own and documenting it so that you have it all organized. It's really cool. It's really intuitive. Lots uh, of people love this sorts of stuff. You it's can, not yeah, my bag at all. You can download it and try up to like, I think it's 10 items for free. But so my you wife, can, you can like feel it out. My wife loves this sorts of stuff. Yeah. And when you were explaining the app, she was like, I want, I it's want like 25 that. bucks a year, dude. Yeah. You should just do it. Probably should get it for, for birthday or Christmas or anniversary. Or for, you just had your anniversary. It could be a late anniversary. Here, honey. I know I took you on a, on uh, I took you to New Orleans and we had an amazing you, time. Okay, but this is the real gift. You should it's come since it's coming up. You should get it for her for your birthday. For my birthday, you'd be like, "This is my gift to you, so you can organize my life for me." Happy my birthday! Organize my life. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This uh, this topic was sent by. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, let me uh, let me pull it a up. A listener. Here. This topic was sent by a yes, listener. always a listener by top contributor. Of the Facebook group. If you want to try to dethrone him, get on the Facebook group and get active. But it's Noah Barnett. Oh, that's going to be a tough act to dethrone. You're going to have to post a lot of stuff to dethrone him. If you could delete any pedal and the memory of it from existence, what would it be? Ugh. Don't take mine. I already told you mine. Yeah. So you no. can you can say a different one, but I, I do you want me to go first? Go first. Okay. I'm gonna. This is I think is gonna be controversial, but I kind of feel like the industry has already sort of memory hold this pedal anyway. It's the Boss DS One. You would just erase the DS One. Nobody cares about like so many people care about it, but at the same time, nobody. I feel like nobody cares about it. Like the people, there have been people who have used it to great effect. I know, I know. But it's in a way where it's like, you never hear a pure DS1 when it's being used to great effect. It's always like pushing like a hot amp. Here's what I here's what I want. And okay. maybe people are going to like, I think the saying DS1 is already inviting controversy. Yes. But this is my challenge to the listeners because I don't educate me. What, what, what would society replace it with is what I want Edu to know. No, just educate, replace it with the rat. All right. Uh, all right. Educate me. What is a better DS one? I don't know. Like if you said, if I, if, if like I'm saying like rats, what's a better rat? Well, maybe I would say like a woodcutter is a, the woodcutter sure, is a better sure, rat. Sure. The uh, LA metal is a different rat. Yeah. You know? The 1981 DRV is, sure, a, sure. is a different rat, but what, what's there's a, a DS one. What's a variation. What's another variation Vo on DS one Vox Vox made a DS one when they did like, I think a dual pedal for, was it for Satriani? Right, 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 right. But other than that, like what are, are there DS one clones out there? And if there's not, why is that? Where there's and that's why I'm saying like, like Keely mods and things like that. Yeah. But nobody, makes that all right all right, all right. maybe like what i'm saying maybe somebody makes it but i feel like there's nothing out there where it's like oh man you really need a ds1 but you shouldn't get the boss one you should get this other one instead whereas rat clon you know all these other types of blues breaker all these other nobody's saying even now 
oh, you should get a, like, you your tone, like, your playing style, you really need to try a blues breaker. You should go get a Marshall. No one says that. They say, you should get a blues breaker. Try the JHS Morning Glory. Right, right. Try the, like, Greer, I think Greer has a blues breaker. Like, they're suggesting all of these other uh, now, here's boutique, my question. like, higher-end versions what, of those. If, if, we were, if we erase these pedals from existence and from memory, does it mean that we also will not remember them? Nobody remembers them. No one will remember it. Because like, right. it would be interesting to me to erase it and then be able to observe what changes, mm. you know? But, like, my pick would be a tube screamer. Right. Not because, like, you're you're saying that, like, no, there's no other variations of a DS1, really. Like, there's not a notable, it's not notable enough in that way that people are making, oh, here's my boutique DS1. Yeah. It's just, it is the DS1. It is. It exists. Everyone has owned at least three DS ones in their life. Yeah, you know, they but bought you because like, the DS one you buy it, you sell it, right? And then like five years later, you're like, was it really that bad? So you buy another one. Come on. And then you're like, oh yeah, it was really it's that the bad. Sound of the nineties, man. The, uh, <laughs> the sound of the nineties is a drive pedal where the volume knob doesn't never reaches unity. <laughs> But I would erase Tube Screamers just because it would be so disruptive. Because you hate Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> but no, no, I think he would find another way of, of finding his tone. Yeah, the DS1. The DS1. No, Dual, I think Stevie, there's no Tube Screamer. Stevie Ray Vaughan is now playing dual DS1s. And I have a suspicion that even if I if I erased the, the, the Tube Screamer mm-hmm. and that subsequently led to erasing all variations based on it, I right. bet boss would still release the SD one with the exact same circuit. They'd just be like, Oh, here's something we came up with. And they like, people just wouldn't like get attached to it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't right. become the same sort of thing. It would be another DS one. It'd be like, Oh yeah, everyone has a DS one. But no one's really figured out how well, to use it. Well, it could be like, it would be interesting if like the SD1 comes out and then everybody, instead of all of your Tube Screamer clones on the market being based on the Tube Screamer, they were all based on the Super Overdrive. Right, right. So now you've got 100 Super Overdrives on the market. Right, right. <laughs> Event- and then eventually Boss releases the the Turbo Super Overdrive. Yeah, yeah. The turbo, The Super Turbo Drive. I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, SD1 stands for San Diego 1. That's San, yeah, San Diego's pedal. One. That's yeah. San Diego's pedal right there. There you yeah. go. I don't know. Like, I... No, that's the end I of the topic. You, I think we're done now. Okay, we're done. You All guys right. tell us in the in the comment section, which pedal would you erase from existence and everyone's memory, even your own memory? This last ad. Let there be songs to fill the air. Eric Riftone, number 209, is a Jerry Garcia tribute with art by Eric. By the way, this was sent by Damon Faulkner. Oh, yeah. Why do I not read that? I I used to be like a big stickler for that, and now I don't. All of the art was done with stain rather than paint, which enhanced the distressed look. The Mm. body is poplar. The neck is an ESP LTD Viper 50. The pickups are are Gretsch Elliott Easton's. The remaining parts are GFS. Eric Riftone guitars are one of a kind. They are made to be played and displayed. There will never be another one like it. How much are they asking for this? Thank goodness that there will never be another one. I don't have a price. We don't have a price? Did you not screenshot the price? I suppose I didn't. Let oh, no, there it is. It's right there. $375. $35 delivery fee. 
Okay, there we go. Yeah. I didn't have that picture is the last picture. It's the, last, but the description yeah. was the first picture. Yeah. Three seventy five. The the what's the body? I think it's, it's just. I think it's just a random body. I think they made the body. Like you look at the woodworking on it on the side of it, it, it looks like uh, someone made this. I did not look at any of these pictures ahead of time. When I opened it, I only saw this picture of the headstock that says Eric Riftone 209. On Written it. in the Les Paul 100? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the fat pen. Right, right. Which I don't. I honestly wonder if that's intentional, like they were trying to do that same look. All right, dude. Um, What the f- <laughs> There's a lot going on here, isn't there? All right, here's <laughs> I've I again I went straight to the description. I didn't look closely at any of these. I pictures. like that the body's offset. I, I read it. The the body's not offset, the body is poplar. <laughs> the, look at the waist. Like it's reverse offset oh, offset at the waist. That's kind of interesting. I was I you know, I kind of don't hate the body shape. It looks like a little baby bird. I, okay, yeah, it kind of looks like the like Twitter swimming logo. in the water. It looks like a little baby bird kinda swimming look, in the water. It looks like the old the old Twitter logo. Yeah, it looks like a little Twitter not guy. Like, no, it looks nothing like the X logo. Though. I I also like the this art of Jerry Garcia. It looks like um, that Adult Swim show uh, uh, that was about the college. They had the professors. I have no idea. And it had a, that baby cakes character in it. Cut people run, dude. I never run I, like the wind. I never really watched Adult Swim, so <sighs> I can't believe I can't remember the name of that show now. But it looks like it's in that style. It looks ro- like rotoscope to me. Yeah, yeah, it's the, totally like a trace of a photo. The front of this guitar, the bridge is interesting. I don't know what kind of bridge that is. It it's is a gold hardtail strap bridge. It's just the side things, just random. Those are just some decorative metal parts that they found. The the controls, I think, are in a their the position is fine. It's fine. The front of this guitar, how much do they want? Three fifty. This looks like a functional guitar to me. It looks weird. It looks quirky. Uh, three seventy five. Oh, it looks like the bridge might actually be floating on those metal pieces. Oh, so maybe it's, you can see light underneath yeah. the bridge. That is, but it, from the front, it doesn't look like it's resting on the metal pieces. What is it suspended on? I don't know. It's very interesting. Something's going on there. Like this, uh, there might be some uh, build quality issues with that bridge. It says it's uh, their GFS. It's a GFS part, so maybe. But why is it floating? Over the guitar body like that. Almost like a Dan Electro bridge where it is floating above the body. It's such a blurry photo, but it, yeah. it, it gives you an impression that there's some... I mean, the, the picture... The, something screwy going on. That picture is trying to show you the edge of the body, not... Right, the, I know. Um, it's not focused on the right thing. Also, the, the art is all the wrong direction. If you're playing this thing, Jerry Garcia is hanging upside down. And then the, the, the writing on it, the let there be songs to fill the air, it's is sideways. going to be going sideways. So as an art piece, definitely this is a... These are hanger... Uh, sure. This is hanger art. I think the art is... What do you think I'm going to say? I'm going to say... I subjective? think the art is subjective. It is. Uh, I think the art's good. I like hmm. the art. I don't hate the art. Um, I, I, You know what? I, I'm going to guess. I am not a Grateful Dead fan. I don't dislike them, but I certainly don't seek them out. And when sure. I have heard them, I've been like, mm, not for me, which is... You know, a completely fair assessment of the Grateful Dead, I yeah. think. Um, 
It's fine. But I've, I've, the impression I've gotten of Grateful Dead fans is that for three seventy five, I think this is someone's going to want it. I think someone's going to appreciate it, and they're going to want it. So I thought in reading the description, I was going to pull this up. But the skull thing on the back is baffling to me. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry. Well, that's what I was going to say. Spoil so I guess it? we're done. And did it spoil it? Did I, I, okay. I, I read the description. You all were here. I read the description. Right. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, all the art was, was done with stain rather than paint. And I was like, what the hell does that even mean? I don't know what I'm expecting. I'm expecting something that looks like crap. I slide over and I, it's the full picture of the front of the guitar. And I go, this is kind of like at least art fair classy. Sure. Sure. And I scroll again. Like a street fair. Sure. Street it's fair. Like street county fair. County fair, fair yeah, what, yeah. You know, that kind of it's a thing. It's not county fair. It's street fair art. I don't go to street fairs. I'm always on and the street in the fair. To this handprint skull thing, there's no middle finger on it. Is it broken off? I don't. I don't. I don't understand this skull at all. I. It's got to be like. It's not. You'd think if they were gonna go skull, they would go Grateful Dead skull. This, no, I this think, one looks more like some sort of weird, like cop emblem, like Punisher's. I, th- I think this guy, whoever this Eric Riftone, I some don't sort know of Eric Riftone. Blue is. Lives Matter, like Punisher skull sort of motif, but it's not a Punisher skull. But it, it's giving you those vibes of like this guy would have a big like uh, Blue Lives Matter flag on the back of his Ford F one fifty. Okay, you know? I'm going on. There's one other Eric Riftone, which really isn't the vibe of Grateful Dead fans. So like. Maybe it is now Grateful Dead fans. Like, do you have a lot of like cop lovers in your midst? What's going on? I'm looking at another. There's like another Eric Riftone guitar on Reverb right now. Uh huh. And it doesn't have a skull on it anywhere that I can tell. So I don't. I don't know if this is. I just don't. I don't know. I'm gonna Google skull hand missing middle finger. To see what comes up, we're gonna find out that this is like a like a gang sign or something like that. No, I'm just getting a bunch of skulls flipping me off. <laughs> okay, well, well, okay. Here is a handprint that's missing a middle finger on Reddit. Like, is that a Grateful Dead? Oh, thing? I think it is a. I think it's a Grateful Dead thing because just realize the iconic Jerry Handstamp Handstamp decal. Okay, so this must have something to do with with Jerry Garcia. Was he he was missing a finger, huh? Jerry was missing a finger from his right hand. And this person is pointing out that the handprint is someone No, no. They don't understand. Okay, so there's this Reddit post of this person like, "Oh, I just realized it's a handprint of the left hand." No, it's not, you idiot. No, that's a right hand. That's a right hand. They're they, they're looking at that and going, "That's a left hand." Because they're looking at the wrong side of their hand. <laughs> the person's an idiot. <laughs> so is this All right, okay? So this has to do with Jerry Garcia. It's not a it's not a bootlicking thing, even though it gave me those vibes. It is a it is a Grateful Dead thing. I just Grateful Dead didn't skull. understand it. Let's look at the skull. Well, that's going to be the skull logo that has like the like the lightning bolt in it. Yeah, yeah. So that's I guess that's where I'm throwing. That's off. like it's the like... iconic. Grateful Dead skull. This other skull like doesn't look like anything Grateful Dead to me. Yeah, it's a little mm. right. 
Like, where's the bears at? I mean, you have to admit the Grateful Dead have some excellent branding going on. Like, I don't think even a lot of people realize they're looking at Grateful Dead art when they see those bears. You know, they're like, oh, there's some cute little bears. Yeah. You know? So, um, I guess this is that the more you know. I don't know. Three, it was 350, 325. Uh, three, 375. 375 down from 500. I think a Grateful Dead fan is going to buy this and they're going to love it as a wall hanger or they're going to, they're going to, you know, haul it with them to, to a concert and watch John Mayer play and try to get him to sign it or whatever. Yeah. And you clearly know? I'm not a big enough Grateful Dead fan to understand it. So roast me in the comment. No, sure, yeah, sure. do me one better. I think tell the price me, is fair. If you're a deadhead, uh, if you're a fan, just tell me tell me what I should listen to. Unlike Ryan, I'm a lot more open to listening to new music. Here, I have listened so, to The Grateful Dead, though. Yeah, but you... I know what they sound you like. You don't listen to other music that I tell you to listen to. No, I'm just kidding. I'll listen to it. Send me a link, and I'll listen to it every single time. Did you ever listen to that one song I posted? You posted it? Yeah, I sent it to you. I, I sent pro- it in the you, group chat. If you sent it to me, then I probably listened to it. All right. Yeah. You, why is Bluetooth off? I don't know. Who did that? All right, tell us. No, we have to pick a winner first. Oh, yeah, let's pick a winner. Uh, Steve, Steve, Steve. I think the electronic brain gets it for me. All the. No, yeah, I'm going with the electronic brain. Are you going with uh, the. Oh, man, I want to go Viper, the gonna, vampire. I think I want to go with Jerry Viper because I anytime I learn something, I, I, it makes me want to. All right. Pick it. Do you want the Chris side or the spin doctor side? I want the Chris side. I feel okay, like so I usually don't take the Chris side. Chris is Jerry Viper and spin doctors is electronic brain. So Chris is you and you got it. Jerry Viper sent to us by uh, Damon Faulkner. Congratulations. The spin doctors pick decided your fate. I I wish we were tracking this. I think I've won every pick flip. Really? Those odds don't make sense. I don't remember losing. Maybe <laughs> I think that I think not remembering losing might just be a Steve thing. I think that might just be it's how possible. you're I think this is how you're wired, dude. It is very possible. <laughs> I think you just like figured something out about yourself. I don't remember ever losing. Yeah, that track, Steve. <laughs> That's your vibe. <laughs> um This song was sent by Blue. He says if you need tunes for the podcast show attached and a link on my channel if it helps too. Uh no reply needed. So uh well here's the reply and let's see, is this gonna be the
thanks, uh, thanks Good Blue song. for the song. Oh, it auto played into the next one, I think. I want one of these little hands on every finger so I can clap with 10 hands at the same time. Actually, it would be 12 hands. It would be 12 hands. It would be 12 hands. How many of those hands do you have? Just these two. Oh. Yeah. I think my sister has a bunch more. What do you think of the song? It could make happen now. I, I, I thought it was great. It was fantastic. Excellent production value. Yeah. Great beat to Blue it. Blue always sends us good stuff. Yeah. It had a, it had a great like driving feel to it. Sounded awesome. Good job. All right. Bye, everyone. Stay grounded. <laughs>